Welcome to the Miracles and Wellness Podcast. My name is Clarissa Booker, and I'm a holistic coach and beauty expert. I'm here to empower and motivate you to improve your health and lose weight by adding more whole plant foods into your lifestyle. In addition, kick stress to the curb. So be open to receive because I believe that miracles are for everyone. Hey there, my friend. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about weight loss myths. There's quite a few out there. Sometimes they change and some people really stay true to them. So let's just kind of get into it a little bit. Talk about a couple of them. Like for one, there is no one size fits all diet. There is just not. There's tons of ways to lose weight. Now, there's different ones depending on what's going on with you in your body, you know, the goals you're trying to reach, what's happening with you internally, all these things. And then we have different tolerances, right? And there is no magic pill. Sometimes people want to be like, well, what can I do to do this right now to get all this weight off today? When you think about it, that's not really realistic because if you went 20 years, 30 years, or even if it's baby weight, right? And it's been a year or two, whatever it is, just give yourself that space, right? To think about it. Well, if it took me 20 years or two years to put this weight on, why do I expect it all to disappear overnight, right? And if it goes away that fast, is it really sustainable? So if I engage in a diet that had me lose weight that quickly, am I going to be able to keep it off, right? So if it's something super restrictive and strict, are you going to be able to maintain it? So if you're cutting out a whole food group, so let's say you're doing a diet where you are cutting out carbohydrates, for example, because that there's a craze, right? Where people are increasing fat and not having their carbohydrates. Now, this is really easy to maintain when you think about it. So if you're sitting there and you're getting rid of a whole food group, think about what's happening to your body in order to do that. See, we need to think about this long-term, right? So is this, how is this gonna be sustainable for you to do? And let's say you do this and you lose weight, you lose a dramatic amount of weight very quickly. How are you able to keep that off? When you think about that, because eventually you do need to eat some carbs again, right? So what's going to happen when you do that? Your body's been looking for those nutrients, right? And then do we not want our muscle to deplete? So thinking about that long term, that's probably not going to be the best option. So thinking about something in a way, something that's going to be more sustainable for you to do and keep it going. So when you think about it, it's going to be a better option to focus on the quality of your food. And when we go back to eating our whole food plant-based way of eating, then we're going to get our body, get all the nutrients that we need. The food you're eating is going to be more nutrient dense, right? It's not even about being good food and bad food. Some food is just going to be a better option because there's more nutrients involved, right? It's going to be more nutrient dense for you. Then you're going to get filled up. Then you're just going to be having overall better health, even besides the weight loss. The weight loss is just going to be a byproduct of it whenever you're putting your nutrients in, right? And then you're gonna get full. You're not even gonna worry about being hungry because your body's gonna fill up all the fiber, all the water, just all the things that's going on. And your body's just gonna be very happy, right? So just pay attention to that. So there's no one size fits all. There's no magic pill, period. Even just being a vegan is not a one size thing, right? 
because you still can be an unhealthy vegan. There's healthy plant-based eating, and then there's, you know, just when you're eating a whole lot of processed foods. Because you still can be a vegan eating a lot of processed foods, right? Some people might get offended when you say that, but the truth is the truth, right? So if you're eating a whole bunch of little patties and all these things that are processed, you're still putting processed food. If your plant is processed and a plant is still not the best option for you, so there's a better way to do that. If you need to meal prep, if you need to batch, that's what you need to do. You just need to, sit, you need to get in the kitchen and just do it right? Or have somebody prepare the food for you. There's always a way, right? There's always a way around it, but making sure that you have that whole foods, right? That's what it's about. Because it doesn't matter whether you are eating animal products that are processed or eating plant foods that's processed. It's just all around just not going to be the best for you, not best for your waistline and not best for your health, okay? Another myth some people hold strong is that you can just work out and eat whatever you want and everything's going to be good. That's not going to happen. Okay, sis, that's just not going to happen. You have to pay attention to your nutrition. You cannot outwork a bad diet. That's just the truth of the matter. Okay, doesn't matter what you do. Because you can go work out and do all the things and hit the gym and go hard or go run or whatever your choice is that you want to do to for exercise, right? But if you go home and you put junk in there, and you put food that's not nutrient-dense in your system, it's not going to function well, right? Just like a, a nice car, right? When you get a vehicle, you there's premium and there's regular. So depending on what you're driving, both are fine, right? But the the way the car is running is going to be different, right? So think of, you, think of your body, right? Your body is a temple. And so what you're putting in it does matter. So if you go and you work out, And let's say you did a whole bunch of strength training and then you did like a spin class cycle. So fun, right? And you burn like all of these calories, your muscles going on. And the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn, right? Again, another reason why we don't have to count our calories if we're doing the work, right? We're getting in there. We're doing all the things. But then you go home and you eat all the food, right? You eat. You go run and you grab some fast food. Then you just then you're snacking throughout the day and grazing, and all those grazing, all that snacking, really does affect you, even if you don't notice it. And a lot of times you might not even feel hungry because you are snacking. And then at the end of the day, when you do finally get more settled, like the real hunger sets in, right? That real hunger sets in there. The hormones all off balance, right? And so it's just not going to work because then. So it's like all that work you did in the gym or if you was outside doing a hike, all these things, it's just going to be counterproductive because then you just put all this fuel, well, not fuel because you ate food that's not nutrient dense into your body and it just didn't do anything for you, right? So your diet is going to be first, always, right? Some people, I like to work out, you know, but at the end of the day, your diet's going to trump your working out, right? It's going to trump exercise, moving your body, all those things, okay? So there's a diet. There's your stress levels. There is your genetics, right? So let's say me and my obsession with J-Lo abs because it's like that, J-Lo, okay? But sometimes your bodies might not be built in the way, say your ab muscles are not formulated in a way that you cannot have those. It's okay. You keep going and be the best version of yourself for you, right? Figuring out what that is for you, okay? That's important. And then your exercise. Exercise is in there, but it's not like the number one thing because if your nutrition is messed up, 
and you're super stressed and that stress is holding fat onto your body as well, right? Because And then that stress is what also causing you to eat. So it's just not one thing for us to look at. But as I was saying back before, is that your food intake is super important, sis. It really is. So paying attention to that. So as you cannot outwork that. So if you're in the gym, like sometimes you'll be like, I work out. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. It's You have to evaluate what you're putting on your plate, which goes back to keeping a journal right, just writing everything down. It all ties together. All of it, right? So it's just sitting down because you might be like, what's going on? Why am I not losing weight? And I've been in the gym like every day, right? But then you're putting stuff in your body that's not fueling you in the right way, okay? So just being mindful of that. That's why I'm saying that's a one another amazing reason for journaling, just writing that down. We make a journal just our thoughts when we go to bed, when we wake up. I'm not about to go on my little vents. I just be going off. <laughs> I just do. But it's so beneficial. And this is yet another way, okay? So just being mindful of that, all right? And then there's always talk about calories, which we need for energy, right? Just like our carbohydrates, all tied together. All calories are not created equal. So you could have 500 calories of something super processed, like maybe you've got a, a fast food restaurant, and then you could have 500 calories of some vegetables or some broccoli or something in that family, right? And they are going to go into your body and it's going to treat you differently, right? It's going to affect your health, your organs, your heart. It's all going to affect it differently. So just paying attention to that, right? And even when you are, if you're buying something that's pre-made and you're looking at a box, knowing your carbohydrates, your fat, your protein, and being able to calculate that, looking at the label. So if something is 200 calories, but then you know the ratios there on the box. So there might be more fat in something, then there might be more carbohydrates in something. So just being aware of those and that they're all, they're not created the same, okay? And then along with that is restricting your calories. So there's these crazy numbers out there. It's like this magic number of 1,200 or 1,500. We need to throw that away, okay? Throw that out the window. This is not accurate. A lot of times, it's nowhere near enough calories for you even to function. So whenever you are feeling tired, people will be like, I feel so tired and I'm on a diet. Well, for one, you might not be eating enough calories. You might not be eating enough food because we need food to survive. And when you are starving yourself, of course, you're not going to feel your best self. So making sure that we are eating enough, right? And then if you are moving your body and you're doing something physical, which I hope that you will be, you are going to require even more, right? So you don't really need to sit there and count them. But depending on the food that you are consuming, and then ultimately, if you are eating whole foods, it's going to naturally be lower in calories. So you don't really even need to focus on counting when you're looking at the quality of your food, right? It's going to be different automatically off the jump. And also, some people believe that you have to do certain exercises to work on specific areas. So let's say you are working on your abs. Let's just say you want a bigger booty, right? You don't want to look good in them jeans because you just like that, right? And so you only do lunges, right? And you're just doing all these lunges. Just leg day is no joke, first of all, okay? And then that's just what you're focusing on, but you're not really paying attention to the rest of you. I mean, you need to work all of you. And there really is no specific exercise for just for you to do for something. So if you're doing a multitude of things, you're going to build all your strength up in your body as a whole, right? So working your upper body, your lower body, just all the things. 
And then in general, once you have more muscle, you burn more fat, you burn, whoops, sorry about that, more calories with everything altogether, okay? So not just doing that. So if you are also doing other exercises, it will also target that. And if you're only doing one or two specific exercises, then you're not getting all the muscles because our body, our anatomy has layers of muscles upon each other. There's littler ones. Think about your abs for a second. Your abs have all these different muscles in them. So if you're only doing regular crunches and you're not doing anything for transverse muscles, your obliques or anything like that, then you're not gonna get all the definition that you want. And then even there might be some other exercises that you're doing that will also target your abs, right? So just making sure you just don't just focus on one thing. It's just like the magic, the magic diet, the magic exercise. No, that's why there's so many varieties. You want that burn, right? That burn feel good. It's, it's just like that good pain, right? It just feels so good to you. And you know you're working. You don't have to feel sore every single day. That's not what I'm saying. But you know you want to switch it up, right? You don't, because you know, sometimes you might plateau somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And so you have to just try something new. Try something new, okay? Then lastly, we're just going to talk about being slim. So it should not just be the focus about being skinny, right? Because strong is sexy, right? So let's just not focus on just being slender. Just as that's not what it's about. Because also there is the term skinny fat. I know you've heard it before. Somebody just looks like they're slim, but you could just tell that they're not really toned. And you still can have fat on your body. So, and it can be in different places for different people. So it's not just about that. But we do want to make sure of one thing, our tummy area, we have less fat there because we want that visceral fat, right? We want to protect our organs and be on the more healthy because ultimately our weight loss is about health, right? Because when we are overweight or obese, it affects our health dramatically. So that's what it's all about, right? It's always tied together. So it's not just about being slim. It's about the bigger picture there because you still can be slim and have health concerns. It's not just that you're going to be overweight and have health concerns. You still can be slender and still have issues going on inside. So don't ever judge anybody by what they look like. It's so much deeper than that, right? It's so much deeper than that because the person who is slim can still be eating junk. I mean, I know you have a friend or something or maybe you or maybe somebody that you know sits there and you'll be like, I know people don't think that I'm unhealthy because of what I look like, but I know secretly that I like to eat junk. I like to sit there and go home after work and eat my junk, right? And it's just sitting there. And But you know, but not everybody knows because people be like, girl, you look good, right? And they, because they don't really understand. But then you know that your health is a factor. So it's not just about being slender or being so-called skinny, Okay. And with all these things, if you think about any of these things, do not, you know, think about it in any kind of way. It's just for you to be more aware and show yourself that compassion still when you're going through all of these things. We always want to show ourselves compassion regardless of what it is, right? I always have to talk about that compassion because sometimes we just need to remind ourselves. It can happen to any of us, right? Where you just, you just kind of get in your head, that critic be like getting to you, but just remember Show yourself that compassion. Give yourself that grace because you deserve it always. All right, my friends? All right, so what do we do? What do we do? What do we talk about up in here? About these myths. These myths are super important, okay? Look, we it is no one size fits all. There's no one size fits all diet. We're all different. We're unique. We are beautiful, unique beings, and that is phenomenal, all right? And also, we cannot outwork a bad diet. Not gonna happen. 
can't happen. It doesn't matter who you talk to. Some people are going to be like, nah, sis, it's about the fitness. It's about the fitness. But no, no, no. Fitness is absolutely important. But we do know that our nutrition really does take the cake. Oh, cake. And then the calories. We're all calories not recreated equal. We also do not want to restrict it, right? And we want to have strength, right? And then did you know that when you are over 40, your muscle is just not the same, right? I know you feel a little different and that's okay. It happens, but you are wiser and you're still sexy. But we want you to strength train in order to make sure that your muscle is still good to go because it just gets a little harder at that point, all right? And I would love to know if any of these myths you were shocked by or what you knew. So I would love for you to send me a message. Come on over to the wellness community at bit.ly forward slash wellbeing group. And the link is also in the show notes. And there's also a free guide. It's a seven-day plant-based challenge just to help you get more acclimated to eating plant-based if this is new to you. And that, so that is bit.ly forward slash kickstart plants. Bit.ly forward slash kickstart plants. And both of those are in the show notes. All right, until next time. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for coming by. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite platform. And also don't forget to leave a written review as well as share this episode. That's how we spread the message.